It's November 1st, 2023, and these are your headlines. Is there actually a deal on school choice? Okay, so yesterday, if you watched the show, at the end we talked about a supposed deal that Governor Greg Abbott says he has made with House Speaker Dade Phelan on school choice. That was an announcement made yesterday, and since then we've seen not a lot of movement, at least so far as we're recording this right now, on the actual specific details of what that actual bill looks like. The bill has not been filed as we record this right now. Supposedly it will be filed later today. We don't know who is going to be championing it. Presumably, Representative Brad Buckley will be filing the bill in the House. He chairs the House Public Education Committee. But there's a lot of questions, and most notably the question is, what is different this time that could get this legislation across the finish line when other school choice proposals have constantly failed? So, as a reminder of what exactly the governor has said about this, according to his office, the proposed legislation to expand school choice in Texas includes, these are his bullet points, one, universal eligibility for all K-12 school children in Texas. The House had said that they were more likely to do something that targeted disabled children, people in low-income uh, low areas. Uh, even one representative, Matt Shaheen, said they might target minorities with it. Uh, Abbott says that his deal includes all K-12 school children. Two, voluntary participation. Parents, students, and schools choose whether they want to participate. Governor also says students will receive approximately $10,400 per year in their education savings accounts would be pretty extraordinary. The Senate's was around $8,000, and previous House versions were about six. And he also says that the compromise would phase out the state of Texas assessments of academic readiness. You know it is the STAR test. And that students participating in the program will have the option of taking a norm reference test or STAR test to ensure the program achieves good educational outcomes. So standardized testing appears to be on the table for those uh, in private schools, at least those that are participating in the school choice program. And perhaps the biggest part of the entire legislation is that the governor is touting that it includes or will include billions of dollars more in funding for Texas public schools for the biennium, including teacher pay raises and school safety. Now that's what he said he and House Speaker Dade Phelan had agreed to. But once he put out the statement, it was sort of interesting to watch the reaction, or maybe lack thereof, from certain big players. For example, Speaker Phelan, well, he didn't put out a statement talking about this. In fact, uh, one of his spokes, uh, spokespeople told uh, a media outlet that uh, Speaker Phelan looks forward to having robust discussions on school funding, teacher pay, and other critical education issues with his House colleagues. Not exactly confirming or celebrating the supposed deal that's made. It's strange. State Representative Ernest Bales, a Republican who is constantly opposed school choice, said to a news outlet that interviewed him, said, to my knowledge, there's no deal. And even Brad Buckley, chair of public education, who's going to be filing this thing, probably, has refused to say whether he thinks the bill will pass the House. Meanwhile, contrast that with what we've heard from Governor Abbott, not just his statement yesterday on this supposed deal, but even today he was asked about it and he continues to sound confident. He said, and this is his, his quote here, 
We are on track to ensure there will not be another special session. There is enough time to get everything done that we want to get done, that needs to get done to avoid a special session. I think that it will be embraced because so many legislators will have so many wins in the bill that will be coming out today. I think that we are on a timetable where we should be able to conclude everything that needs to be achieved for this special session. It thinks we have enough time, but time now is sort of the major obstacle. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick certainly thinks so. He says the only way a bill could possibly pass at this point is if the House takes up the school choice and teacher pay raise bills that the Senate passed three weeks ago. He said in a response to Governor Abbott today on X, he said the Senate has passed school choice bills three times this year, five times overall, which required long hours and hearings and floor debate. No time for that again. The Senate will concur if we agree with the House's changes or try to work out the differences in conference. The Senate is ready to act as we have been for weeks. All of this, mind you, assumes that the House will even come in to work. Yesterday, we told you that on Monday and Tuesday, they failed to have a quorum, meaning they couldn't move any bills. They couldn't set committee hearings, etc. The House is meeting at 6 o'clock p.m. today. The bill is expected to be filed before then, but the clock is running out. The special session ends Tuesday, November 7th. Senator Ted Cruz has introduced legislation that would impose sanctions on Hamas and others associated with the terrorist organization. The Hamas Sanctions Act would prohibit U.S. tax dollars from going to the Gaza Strip, as well as sanction every Hamas member and affiliate known to the U.S. within 15 days. The act would also block Hamas's ability to find safe havens abroad in countries like Qatar or Turkey. It would impose sanctions on hotels, landlords, banks, and similar businesses in allied countries that provide services to Hamas leaders. Furthermore, it strengthens Cruz's past legislation that imposed sanctions for the use of human shields, which passed into law back in 2019. This act would renew the 2019 legislation that is set to expire. It also sanctions Hamas affiliate Palestine Islamic Jihad. In Texas, meanwhile, as soon as the war between Israel and Hamas commenced, Abbott pledged the state's support for Israel, saying that Texas stands ready to offer our complete support to the Israeli and Jewish communities. He also issued an executive order preventing every state agency from purchasing goods produced in or exported from the Gaza Strip and from any organization or state actor with ties to Hamas. Lastly, here's a story you don't get every day. A congressperson retiring from the swamp. After over 25 years in Congress, Representative Kay Granger has announced she will retire at the end of her current term. Granger, who previously served as mayor of Fort Worth, was first elected to Congress back in 1996. You might remember she was plagued for the past several years with a scandal involving her son's involvement with Panther Island, which was an economic development project boondoggle that was disguised as flood control. The 2019 programmatic review found that for around 15 years, nearly $400 million of taxpayer money was spent on the project with little to show for it. Granger currently holds a lifetime score of 66% on the FreedomWorks Congressional Scorecard. And even in recent weeks, we talked about it here, Granger has drawn the ire of conservatives after refusing to vote for Jim Jordan for Speaker of the House. Her retirement sets up an open race to replace her. So far, State Representative Craig Goldman is widely rumored to be planning a run. John O'Shea, who has the endorsement of Attorney General Ken Paxton, announced his campaign earlier this year. 
For more of today's stories, go to texasscorecard.com.